This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My latest food section column, and those also run under the name The Whole Dish, urged cooks to dip into flavor. That was my way of encouraging people to look beyond chickpeas for a summertime spread, snack, potluck, party dish as an alternative to hummus. Hummus having become so ubiquitous in the past decade or so in the United States, it's absolutely filled entire sections and grocers cooler cases with all kinds of flavors and toppings and various price points. But I found myself over the past few years sort of getting a little tired of hummus. And I started looking to other ingredients to incorporate into dips and spreads that are still inspired by this part of the globe. But they definitely take people in other directions and keep this genre of food more interesting. Baba ganoush is an obvious hummus alternative, and I have blogged and written on a number of occasions over the years about using roasted eggplant in the same way you would use chickpeas, incorporating the same ingredients into it for a much silkier spread, I think. And Personally, it's a little bit easier on my digestion than hummus. One of my reasons for migrating away from chickpeas is, although I really, really like their flavor, they just don't sit so well with me. So I started incorporating some other legumes. White beans are an easy swap. You can flavor them almost identically to chickpeas in a recipe that otherwise is basically traditional hummus. I also have incorporated red lentils recently into a dip. And my recent column, Dip Into Flavor, that ran in the Mail Tribune's food section on July 28th, offered recipes for edamame pesto, which is basically a spread, not so much a pesto, and lemony white bean dip with pita chips. It also delved into two more unusual dishes that are very traditional to Kurdish cuisine. These were published a couple of years back by the Los Angeles Times, adapted from a restaurant in Agoura Hills, California. And these use pomegranate molasses, which is another ingredient that I've acknowledged on a few occasions over the years, can be purchased at Middle Eastern markets. It is becoming available in some grocers. And of course, these days you can purchase anything online. There is a Middle Eastern deli that I've cited in Grants Pass, Abu's Oasis, where I've found this particular condiment. It's basically reduced pomegranate juice. Think of the process for making balsamic vinegar reduction. You boil it down, pomegranate molasses, sort of the same concept. And it is a very critical ingredient in some traditional recipes from Western Asia, Eastern Europe, around the Mediterranean. And it's just absolutely delicious. It'll keep in your refrigerator for a year, probably, to incorporate into dishes like these. It's also great as barbecue sauce that just lends 
that like sweet tart note that I really, really like with grilled lamb kebabs. In my most recent column, it's incorporated into Hassandan dip. And Rhea Esme may not be pronouncing those entirely correctly. And I thought that in this podcast, I would give a bonus recipe that goes with these two dips on a traditional medse plate. And it's for pias, which means onions. And this is a vibrant sort of almost like a salsa or salad. It's a diced blend of fresh bell peppers, red onions, and parsley. And it's got some fresh lemon juice. And it's also lightly sweetened with pomegranate molasses. And if you're a fan of bell peppers, this is a dish for you. They're coming on, of course, this time of year locally. You can find locally grown bell peppers. And this is a recipe that would be great for a couple of months to come. I'll also give the recipes for Hassandan dip and Rhea Esme. Hassandan means stuffed. It's similar to Muhammara, which is a Syrian dip, and it contains a blend of roasted red peppers with fresh carrots and walnuts. Again, it's just another healthy twist on hummus that actually doesn't have any legumes. It's also got garlic and pomegranate molasses and Aleppo pepper, another ingredient that can be purchased online. And I've bought it at the Spice and Tea Exchange in Ashland in the past. Rhea Esme is named after the city of Rhea, and that's known as Urfa in Turkish. And the dip is a puree of roasted peppers with a variety of fresh herbs, again, with a hint of spice from pepper paste and ground Aleppo pepper. I'll give those two recipes. First, the pias. It calls for three red bell peppers seeded and chopped, three green bell peppers seeded and chopped, one bunch of fresh parsley, the leaves chopped, one small red onion that's been peeled and chopped, one 15 and a half ounce can white northern beans that have been rinsed and drained. You could also use cannellini beans two tablespoons Aleppo pepper or to taste, a third cup extra virgin olive oil, and a third cup pomegranate molasses, along with a tablespoon of sea salt and the juice of half a lemon, or you can use the lemon to taste. Try to dice all these ingredients uniformly, salsas and salads, side dishes like this that are basically a melange of vegetables are most pleasing on the palate and visually when the pieces are uniform rather than just a random mix of sizes. So in a bowl, mix together the seeded and chopped red bell peppers, that's three, green bell peppers, that's three, seeded and chopped with the one bunch parsley, the leaves that have been chopped, and that small red onion that's been peeled and chopped. Stir in the can of beans that have been rinsed and drained along with the two tablespoons Aleppo pepper or to taste, the third cup extra virgin olive oil, the third cup pomegranate molasses, the tablespoon of sea salt, and the juice of half a lemon. Taste and adjust the seasonings and flavorings to your preferred level of spiciness and acid. And this makes about two quarts PS, so a lot, which will keep covered and refrigerated for up to five days. For a smaller household amount, you can scale this back to using just one red bell pepper or one green bell pepper. It would be fairly easy to adjust the quantities of these ingredients to yield a smaller amount, but it's delicious. Again, it could double as salsa, conserve it as a relish alongside grilled meats for summertime. 
and serve it on a traditional medse plate with pita bread with this Hassandan dip that calls for four to six red bell peppers, six carrots that have been peeled and coarsely chopped, nine ounces walnuts, that's about two and a quarter cups, one garlic clove, that's been peeled and finely grated, three tablespoons pomegranate molasses or to taste, a half cup extra virgin olive oil, one tablespoon salt or to taste, and one tablespoon Aleppo pepper to taste. Again, this is a large quantity, about a quart. But what I like to do, and I mentioned this in my column, dip into flavor, is to portion these dips into smaller containers. If you have leftover hummus containers, it's perfect or sour cream containers, yogurt containers will work, and freeze them. These types of dishes freeze beautifully, and then they're always ready when you have a picnic, potluck, you're going on a camping trip, pull them out of the freezer, throw them in a cooler, and they'll thaw out by the time you need to eat them in a day or so, or leave them out to thaw. I think that that's such a much more convenient way to have these types of things on hand and it's definitely more budget friendly because hummus in the grocery store, as I mentioned in my column, can be very expensive. So to make Hassandan dip, roast the peppers, those four to six red bell peppers, by placing them on a rack set over a gas stovetop burner at high heat. Roast them, turning frequently until the skin on all sides of each pepper is charred, and that takes about five minutes. And alternatively, you can roast them in the oven using the broiler setting until they're charred. I typically do this. Of course, this time of year, if you want to keep those fumes out of your kitchen and keep the kitchen cooler and you have a gas grill outside, take these outside. Roast them on your gas grill. Wrap each pepper in plastic wrap and set them aside until they're cool enough to handle. Then peel the skin, which should stick to the plastic wrap. Rub the plastic wrap against the skin to loosen and remove it. You don't want to rinse these to try to get the skin off because that removes all that caramelized sweet flavor. You want to try to get as much skin off as possible without rinsing them and then stem and seed each pepper. If little tiny bits of skin are clinging to the flesh, that's not a huge deal because you're gonna be pureeing this into a paste and that skin is gonna be incorporated. So to do that in the bowl of a food processor, place those roasted, stemmed and seeded bell peppers along with the six carrots that have been peeled and coarsely chopped and that two and a quarter cups walnuts, about nine ounces, shelled of course. Pulse until the mixture is finely chopped. Then transfer the pepper mixture to a bowl. Stir in the peeled and finely grated garlic clove, the three tablespoons pomegranate molasses, the half cup extra virgin olive oil, the one tablespoon salt, and the one tablespoon Aleppo pepper. Taste and adjust the seasonings and flavors as desired. And again, this makes one quart dip. Portion it into smaller containers and freeze it. It'll keep in the refrigerator for up to five days. So similarly, without the walnuts and the carrots, but with those bell peppers, again, this is the podcast for you bell pepper fans, Isria Esme, which calls for three to four bell peppers of assorted colors. My preference for this would be the yellow, orange, and red, and leave out the green. A quarter cup basil leaves, a quarter cup Italian parsley leaves, two tablespoons fresh oregano leaves, four fresh sage leaves. That's optional, depending on if you like that flavor or not. 
a half tablespoon harissa or to taste. You can find this paste at gourmet stores. I've purchased it at Trader Joe's or online. You can substitute sriracha sauce. One tablespoon tomato paste or to taste, one garlic clove that's been peeled, a quarter cup chopped red onion, two tablespoons pomegranate molasses, half tablespoon chili powder, and salt to taste if you find that it needs it on your palate. So similarly, as with Hassandin dip, you're going to roast the peppers for this recipe using basically the same process on a rack set over a gas stove top burner, under the oven broiler, or on your gas grill outside. Roast these turning frequently until the skin on all sides of the peppers charred for about five minutes. And you're going to also wrap these in plastic wrap, basically going through the same process as for the previous recipe to let the skins steam and soften in the plastic wrap and then peel the skins using the plastic wrap to sort of rub the pepper. Try not to rinse these, which removes the flavor stem and seed each pepper. And that was four. Then place those peppers with the quarter cup basil leaves, the quarter cup Italian parsley leaves, the two tablespoons fresh oregano leaves, and those four sage leaves, if you care for those, in the bowl of a food processor, along with the pepper and tomato paste, the pepper paste being that harissa, which is a condiment that is common to North Africa that I've mentioned in previous blogs and podcasts, as well as the peeled garlic clove, the quarter cup chopped red onion, the two tablespoons pomegranate molasses, and the half tablespoon chili powder. Puree until smooth, taste and adjust the flavorings or seasonings as desired. And this makes a smaller quantity, about two cups dip, which most households can eat up in the time it'll keep in the refrigerator, which is about five days. And that is adapted by the Los Angeles Times from a restaurant in Agora Hills, California and its owner and chef, Lugman Barwari. That ran with my most recent food section column, July 28th, under the headline, Dip Into Flavor, which is all about how to take your bean dips and spreads in new globally inspired directions. Check out that column at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.